Page Avenue Crew Podcast. My name's Adam. Oh, man, my name's Podcast. <laughs> or Dan. I'm Ryan. Ryan. Ryan's on the the internet. He's not in the room with us tonight. And Josh is dead. He Josh, fell off a Josh cliff. Josh is on impact. seventh vacation this, this year. <laughs> but we hired a backup drummer for the evening who's sitting next to me, who I'm also in a band with called The Fuck Off and Dies. His name is Gabe Petcher. Hey. Hello. Hi, Gabe. How are you? Fucking good. Good. How are you? <laughs> good. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> We've known Gabe since uh, the 90s, so he knows all of our dumb stories, and we will uh, share a lot of interesting things about our, our penises and our butts. <laughs> I've known Gabe since 1995. Five? 95. 95. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah. 95. Yeah. I met you. You were taking out trash, and uh, <laughs> you had super long hair at the at Dismet. Yeah. Super long hair, and you were in camo shorts. And then you found out I played the drums. Yep. And, yep, and you're like, dude, do you want to play in my uh, Metallica cover band or some shit? Oh, yeah. It was the talent show. It was talent show. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds <laughs> yeah. about right. Yep. Because that's all Adam can ever talk about, how, <laughs> about Metallica fan club or whatever. <laughs> Go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say, over the last like 50 podcasts, I feel like about eight or nine times Adam's m- mentioned his friend that fucked his sister and got her pregnant. This oh, is yeah. the guy. Yeah, yeah, that's me. I'm, He's I'm here the, finally. I'm, I'm the legend. That's the me. legend. Yeah, yeah. Legendary. So, so we are going to break down that sexual experience uh, in, in a excruciating <laughs> detail. Uh, so it was uh, 1999. 99. <laughs> no, it would have been 2000. I, I, I probably started. Yeah. I started dating your sister in the late 90s. Yeah. 99. But 2000, that was the magical year. That's yeah. when you laid, <laughs> laid, laid some serious pipes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo. What year was your son born? 2001? 2001, yeah. Okay. He turns 20 in a few 2001, days. a sperm odyssey. <laughs> also, Gabe and I, I'm looking at you. You and I, we uh, we were in our first, like, real band together. Yeah. I guess it was your first real band, too? Yeah, my first real band. So beyond the talent show, we went on to be, like, a really super talented, <laughs> great new metal band. Yeah. Well, as we've talked about on this podcast a thousand times, their band was called Low Cash, and uh, me and Ryan's band at the time was called Big Blue Monkey, as you know we've talked about a million times. Well, we met but you at Sixty Seven North, right? I think so. Yes, we, we, me and Ryan were also in a band called Sixty Seven North, similar version, but you know all of this just it morphed into Story of the Year eventually. But but yeah, we met you guys around that time in the late later nineties, and then we would all play shows together. And uh, we always tried to be as cool as Low Cash, as far as like your on stage, just like togetherness. You tried to do the like the sick corn dance. That, yeah. We did not uh, try to do the corn yeah. dance, but we were like, man, those guys really got their shit together, bro. Yeah, we did a bunch of cool, cool moves. Yeah, but we were all terrible at our instruments. <laughs> notice <laughs> so I didn't, to be as notice good as I you didn't guys. say musically. We were trying to be like you yeah, guys. But. Of course. <laughs> Have you gone back and listened to those, Adam? Occasionally, I do, and it hurts. <laughs> it really hurts. <laughs> it's really bad, dude. It's, shut up, Dana. <laughs> I always talk about that song, Focus. That's the you guys opened with that at Bernard's Pub, and. All you guys went into the corn thing, and like still to this day, that riff, that da no 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 no, it's so catchy. Like for the time, yeah, that shit was great for the time. As far as like local bands go, and I don't know, dude, you guys like had your shit together. Was that been like that would been like ninety six? We did that. Uh, I feel like it was ninety seven because I remember making a bet with my dad that by the time I was eighteen, I would be playing shows in venues, and I think we did it. When I was 17. Okay. And I was like, Psh, what do you think about that? Old ass. <laughs> and now, now looking back, you're like, that really wasn't that hard to figure out <laughs> yeah. at all. No. Like anybody can do that. But yeah, but Hey, good job. You, 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 you went on him. and did a few more things. So 
I did some you, other things. You did all right. I mean, yeah, at the time, your guys' shit was cool, man. I mean, it was just that new metal time, and it was like me and Gabe were always the ones, and we were both the drummers in our band at the time, and we would always bond over like punk rock and stuff because we weren't really into the new metal thing at the time, but we kind of were. You know, everybody was in 97, but uh, we were always like, yeah, Suicide Machine's new record's sick, though, <laughs> yeah. and we would just talk about yeah. like that kind of shit, and uh, that's how we ended up becoming a, a band way later called The Fuck Off and Dies, and uh, we were like, uh, I want to start a stupid band that has uh, no real agenda and, and hopefully will never do much other than just play shows and have fun. Yeah. Oh, you did have an agenda. Well, yeah, yeah. get drunk. Get drunk. Yeah. And play songs, write songs about getting drunk. Yo, tell the story, though, of how the band started before you actually, it was like a fake, just a concept of a band. Yeah. yeah. We first, were at, right? Uh, Mark and I met you at BS, I think. Yeah, at a bar. Yeah. In, right uh, right in when you started drinking, like right after. Yep. I think, I think it was like 2010. Uh, well, I no, mean, it was like 2008 because you guys. Well, yeah, I guess we already were, had the idea. It, yeah, because we came in and were like, dude, we want to start a punk rock band called The Fuck Off and Dies. Just about drinking. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, that'd be fun. Movie got hammered. Yeah. And then you. The name <laughs> and the, the whole idea for the band started without ever having any instruments or anything. No, we didn't it even was know. like, we're a band. We didn't even know if Mark could play the bass. He yeah. just told us he did. That was our joke for like two months. <laughs> we're like, are we going to practice? Can Mark, does, does Mark play an instrument? <laughs> then he showed up with like a fucking 70s Rickenbacker yeah, and just like, kills Damn. it. <laughs> And then now we're still not sure if he can play an instrument, but no, no. I think he can play though. Not sure. I don't know if we're still a band even. I don't know. We haven't played in so long that nobody knows. We'll surprise everybody someday. But. Come back out with that great record. But yeah, so then uh, eventually a few months later, I wrote like one shitty demo. You sent those from Japan. Yeah. You're I like, was like, dude, we I were wrote, on tour I wrote, with I wrote four songs with story of the year. <laughs> and uh, Ryan's told the story before we have a song called fucking a, and I was in the bus at some point recording the vocals that are actually on the record. And uh, I was just in the back lounge going, fuck it, hey! And he thought I was screaming at my wife on the phone. <laughs> I, was, I was scared to go back there. I was like, Dan's losing his shit, dude. This is, this is bad. No, I had a little uh, laptop and an inbox and uh, just was recording what became our actual record. But what's funny to me, the funniest thing to me is how at the beginning you guys had like six song titles. So you, you quote had six songs, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah. like had all these names, like ideas that you would talk about at band practice, which was going to the bar. Yep. And then you just said, I'll just, I'll just do it for real. I'll just make those actual songs. Yeah. Everything started with a title. Yeah. Like, every, all of our songs start with a title first. <laughs> Usually. <laughs> There's no music. It's like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. Like every time we're at the bar or something drinking, Gabe will be like, dude, I got a song title. <laughs> and then he'll, we, we'll both put it in our phones. And then two months later, it's like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> yeah. That doesn't make any fucking sense. Most but, of the time it doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah. We have a thousand song titles and only 12 of them become songs. But a uh, very different process than story of the year, but it, it works and it's fun. You didn't just like make a concept album as a band. You made like a concept band. Yeah. Yeah. It was just like, this is what we're going to do. <laughs> and that's it. <laughs> I remember on our second record called dear liver, uh, a few of the songs were kind of more serious. And I was like, well, this can't be one of our songs. Right. <laughs> yeah. And like, then we would just find a funny lyric to put in there, but like drink because you're gone. Like, it's like a real song and it's real, not funny at all. I had to find a spot to say the word fuck in there. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh, shit, I have to say fuck somewhere. Yeah. But then, you know, the chorus, we ended up saying drink because you're gone. And then it became funny, but yeah, we kind of put, we put ourselves in a box on <laughs> with that name. Yeah. And you know, you can't really, uh, if advertise we were, your band. If we were gonna, yeah. <laughs> everybody, everybody wants to take you on tour and they're like, well, how are we supposed to put this on do a Facebook ad for this? We can't do yeah, that. You can't promote it <laughs> on Facebook. You can't do anything. Every six months, they try to take down her Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> I got to go send her this. Vulgar language. Emails. Yeah, vulgar language. Yeah, but that was the point. 
Mm-hmm. It was, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. that was like the the mandatory, like the one stipulation. No matter what, every song had to have the word "fuck" in it. I don't, I don't know. Right? I don't know. In the first, title, yeah, at the first, yeah, but like the first record was this very much that. Second record, it was like uh, we we snuck it in on most of them. There might be one or two that don't actually say "fuck." Yeah, I think they say "fuck," but the titles didn't have "fuck" in them anymore. But but they're all supposed to be about partying, so you would just kind of like. So then partying encompassed a whole lot of things. It's like skateboarding's partying. You know, it's like, so it all worked yeah. out. I don't know. I don't know if we realized this beforehand, but if you put a band all strictly about partying, when people see you out, all they want to do is party with you. Oh, man. So you're just, <laughs> you're just only doing shots all night long. Yeah. Like, oh, I don't want to drink tonight. Hey, man, you want to do a couple shots? You guys shots are of really Jason? good at it, though. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. My you guys are do really, you're good, really at. good at it. <laughs> Yo, for anyone who hasn't heard this, who does somehow follows Dan and doesn't know this shit, can I just read all the song titles? Of course. <laughs> the first album is called Songs in the Key of Fuck. <laughs> it's going to sound more ridiculous now. This, this <laughs> yeah. came out 10 years ago. This is the 10-year anniversary of that 17 right 17 songs? Yep. Yeah. Go on. Because <laughs> you've got, you only have one that's over three, two that are over three minutes. You have one, two, <laughs> three, four, five, Six songs, seven songs that are under <laughs> under a minute. <laughs> the first song is We're Fucking Awesome. Number two, Let's Get Fucked Up. Three, F-U- <laughs> FUC401K. Mm-hmm. Classic. Track four is, Classic. Fuck, <laughs> is fucking A. Uh, yep. Track five is If You C-K. Another classic. WTF, parentheses, there's no beer left. <laughs> Number seven, Putting the F-U back in fun. Number eight, I fucking love her. Number nine, F-U-C-K, we're going on a holiday. Number 10, shut the fuck up. Number 11, skate or fucking die. Number 12, fuck off and die hard. A die hard tribute. Yes, it's cl- definitely thir- a classic. <laughs> Number 13, it's fucking Sage, a tribute to Sage, Illinois, right across the river. Shout out. Mm-hmm. What up, Pops? <laughs> Number 14, last fucking call. As if Pops is listening, the, the venue. <laughs> the, ve- the venue is listening. Even when it's empty, the venue is listening. <laughs> They need shirts that say the venue is listening. Um, number 14, last fucking call. Number 15, death to all who don't fuck off. <laughs> number 16, ASAFP. As soon as fucking possible, yes. And number 17, favorite fucking band. Ooh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think we played favorite band in. It's been a long time since we played years? a lot of those. Yeah. Most, uh, of, most of them are not great. I'd say that we uh, we had a we had a vision. Mm-hmm. And we stuck with it. <laughs> it was clear. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a clear vision. Yep. We saw it all the way through. I think. And uh, yeah. the band that started out as a joke ended up like getting some traction, and we did a lot of cool stuff, and like you know did a couple tours and stuff. And uh, a few years ago, we toured with uh, our friends in the Bomb Pops, and uh, that was really cool. And then we, that was like the point where I was like, "Are we gonna, are we a real band? What do we do?" <laughs> yeah. And then um, yeah, when Fat Mike shows up to your shows, yeah. you're like, "Oh shit!" What's, I was like, what's "Fuck, this? are we gonna get signed?" <laughs> But then uh, <laughs> we kind of put the brakes on a little bit, and then the end of the world happened, and now I don't know what the fuck we're doing. Well, we recorded drums for six songs. And we they're... did. We were about to put out some new shit, and then uh, I got sidelined trying to make a story of the year record or whatever. He's got to go make money, apparently. Real important, I guess. Did you... Kidding, uh... kidding guys, it is important. <laughs> did you, didn't you actually get a label offer at some point, right? No, not that I know of. Um, Not like officially, <laughs> no. We, we, Dan we didn't tell you, Gabe. <laughs> yeah, I know he didn't. Yeah. Sorry, dude. <laughs> I turned it down, bro. Uh, no, there was like, you know, there was stuff going around. We were on Epitaph at the time, and, uh, you know, I talked to them a couple times, but then, like, you know, we did not continue to be on Epitaph, and uh, we are <laughs> passing around a bottle of Malort right now, Jepson's Malort. It's really fucking bad. It, Dude, <laughs> it tastes like... 
Like, if it wasn't a real product with a barcode on it, I would be like, this came from a bathtub. I'm probably going to go blind. <laughs> that is kind of, yeah. Yeah. if it didn't have a label, I would be concerned. <laughs> and you just take another drink right after you say it. I mean, <laughs> it grows on you. It's really yeah. good. It's, uh, our Chicago oh. listeners will know about Jepson's Malort. Things grow on oh. you when you drink it. <laughs> That's uh, what yeah. I'm say. It's fucking, it's interesting. It tastes like cleaner yeah. of some kind. Tastes like a, I would say it's a, an old grapefruit and a new rubber band. <laughs> <laughs> the first time he told me that, I was like, oh my God, that's very accurate. That's the name of the episode. <laughs> old grapefruit and a new rubber band. Uh, Fuck me. Well, Ryan, I bet you wish you were here drinking that with us. No, I hate that shit. <laughs> um, so anyway, that's enough about our, our yeah. fun band, yeah. The Fuck Off and Dies. So just to like fully, like, let's talk about how incestuous our fucking city is and all of us as people. So... Gabe and I met in high school. We had a band. Yep. Gabe started dating my sister, fucked my sister, got her pregnant while she was still in high school. We had Ryan was a guitar player in our band for a little bit in our new yep. metal band. Yep. Yeah, while Big Blue Monkey and Low Cash were friends, you guys borrowed Ryan for like yeah. a year as your second Yeah, we guitar opened player. for Motley Crue. Fuck yeah. 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 The Fox. Or I always say you guys borrowed him, like, because in our minds, it was like, oh, he's just filling in. Yeah. But I think, like, he was really in your band for a while. <laughs> We just didn't want to admit that. That was know, like, that's what it felt like. No one ever said anything official, yeah. but I remember you saying stuff like, after we played the Motley Crue show, you're like, dude, I think I want to be in your band. <laughs> like, we had that amazing show. Was he in it? And then yeah. when he left, did we get that dude from Strict Nine or whatever? Rick. Rick yeah. from Strict Nine, yeah. Yeah, Rick Nine. Rick, Rick Nine. Nine, I remember that. <laughs> Rick Nine. Oh, that's right. Well, I wanted Gary from Playground King, but <laughs> he wasn't available. Unavailable. And he played bass, so that wouldn't work. We're going to get him on here someday. Did he play bass? I didn't even... <laughs> I think so, yeah. Was he even real? I don't know yeah. if he was real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, uh, he's like John Henry or like Paul Bunyan. Like, yeah. He's probably just a legend. No, actually, I saw legend. the dude from uh, Lotus Sea a couple weeks ago. I told oh. you this, right? And he said something about Gary from Playground King, and I was like, no fucking way. I was like, yes, this guy is real. If anyone from St. Louis is old enough to know what the fuck bands were talking about, shout out to you. Yeah, sorry. This is like old dad jokes yeah. for guys in bands, basically, but... These were bands that were at the tail end of regular metal. Yeah. Who started doing like the funk metal thing, like in the late nineties yeah. as that was dying and new metal was happening. So they were old. They're probably, those dudes are probably early fifties now. Yeah. They're all playing those like, Ibanez play. basses. <laughs> Still. Playing Ergodines. Yeah. As long as they got the handle on the, on the body, yeah. you know? Yeah. Jackson <laughs> guitars and Ibanez Ergodine basses. Yeah. Dude, if we got a full sponsorship, uh, would you guys play those? Oh fuck! I uh, if I would be allowed to like get like a jigsaw and like carve it into a different shape and paint it <laughs> and write a different word on the headstock, yes. I, I bet we could get that sponsorship if we tried. Uh, no. So Ernie anyway, I cut Ernie you Ball off. until the day I die. I cut you off about our incest. So yeah, uh, that I was just explaining that Ryan was in your band, but not really in your band. Yeah. While he was also in Big Blue Monkey with me, and then he stopped playing in our band. In classic Ryan Phillips <laughs> form, by not say, oh, is it time to rap? No, uh, it's time to rap. Not returning our calls, and then the next time we talked to him was at the Big Blue Monkey CD release show, and you were like, "Dudes, thanks for coming." Or not the CD release show, the show at the side door to raise money to make the CD. Mm. And you were like, "Dudes, thanks for coming. We really need to make a CD." And we're like. Dude, you haven't returned our calls in like three months. <laughs> what the fuck happened? I don't remember that. I mean, that checks out. I, I mean, I mean, a lot, a lot, a lot's happened since then. But I, I don't remember it. I don't remember anything about like 
I don't 25 years ago all. or something. So. You know, like it we wasn't, never, it wasn't three months. It was probably a few weeks. It's probably like three days, but it, it's felt like eternity back then. Right. Yeah. High school kid time. You're like, what the fuck? Yeah. Yeah. There was definitely huh. never a conversation where you said, yo, I can't uh, play in the band anymore. I'm going to, you know, just do this thing full time. Yeah. And we would have been totally cool, but you didn't tell us. And we were like, what's happening? What's yeah, happening? I did some really, <laughs> I did some really stupid shit when I was young. That's fuck. what I, yeah, you right. too. They're probably, I just don't remember it. But you're probably right. Yeah. But hey, then it worked but out. Then right after that, our bass player left, Big Blue Monkey, uh, Perry. So we got recruited Adam from Low Cash. Was Low Cash still together at that point? We had been no, broken we, up for like you, six months. You'd just broken up when we took you. Yeah, because Alan left to go play with Adair, but they weren't Adair. They yeah. were disturbing the peace, right? Yeah. Oh, and shit. Then, I totally yeah. forgot about that. And then that. we were all like, fuck that. And then you left and then we broke up. Or no, we broke up. No, and then we, bro- no, we broke, we broke up. We broke up mostly over that, I think. We played our last show at Mississippi Nights, and I was all like um, super cranky and fucking stupid about the idea of everybody wanted to wear suits, like black suits. Yeah, or black shirts or something. Yeah, and like black ties and all this stuff. And I was like, and Papa Roach had just been there, and they were wearing all black. Oh, and I, and I was like super embra- embarrassed at the idea that people would think we were copying Papa Roach as if. Like Wearing it wasn't obvious was that we were copying a bunch of other new metal bands. <laughs> that would have been a good one to yeah. copy. Technically. Yeah. yeah. Oh, we had just played with them at pops, right? Mm, did we, you, you wanted to be shirtless so you could show off your kanji tattoos. <laughs> you changed. <laughs> you wrote, you wrote on the fucking set time, snip my nuts into pieces. Remember? Oh, okay. <laughs> and now okay, I'm pretty all... sure you guys played with them. Cause I was, I was jealous. Cause I wanted to play with what's Pop, the singer's Pop name? At the time. That's right. Kobe. Okay. He this... saw it and he sang and he thought it was really funny. And then we, I remember being bummed the next time because we didn't get to open for them again, as if that's how it fucking works somehow. <laughs> and not leaving the drowning open for them. And then yeah. they took them on tour. I remember they took that. them on tour. Yeah. Yep. That was like, yeah. That yeah. was when you were in Big Blue Monkey, probably. Yeah. By then, yeah. Yeah, know, maybe. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. We were always mad at each other because whoever was whoever would get that show was either us or you guys. Yeah, yeah. Low, yeah. Ca- Low Cash and Big Blue Monkey were like two of the you know, the bigger local bands, and we would get all the the national shows that would come through. It was one of us who opened every show at the Galaxy or whatever, you know, Creepy Crawl later, like Big Blue Monkey opened every fucking show there. Dude, you guys opened for Glassjaw. We talked about that, yeah, right? At the at the Creepy Crawl, yeah. It's yeah. fucking insane. Their first time in St. Louis, yeah. We opened for um, <laughs> fucking Vanilla Ice at the Galaxy. <laughs> oh, yeah, his, <laughs> Kings. his new yeah. metal vanilla, whenever yeah. he went new metal for a minute. Do you remember how high we got? Smoking weed with Cottonmouth Kings and fucking... Did you smoke weed with them? I don't think I did. It was me and Joel and maybe Alan. Tight. Don't smoked weed you, with Cottonmouth yeah, Kings. Cottonmouth Fuck Kings yeah. and Vanilla Ice. When you're 17 years old, <laughs> don't go smoke weed with the Cottonmouth Kings. <laughs> Fuck. That was Adam, so we had a big, high. Do you, I remember we had a big party at my mom's house, like a house party, because you were supposed to bring Vanilla Ice over. Do you remember that? <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember yeah. being there and being like, dude, he's coming, bro. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, all these people were at my house waiting for... For vanilla ice to show up. <laughs> we were trying to bring my mom's house. Um, the drummer of Head PE. Oh, yeah, uh, BC. No, yeah. it was you were actually trying to get vanilla ice to come, too. That was, I don't know. Yeah. I just remember that. I just remember having a house party at my mom's because cause you the you were just like, dude, we just opened yeah. vanilla ice. Fuck, cool. He's going to come to the party. Dude, think <laughs> yeah. about this now. Like, how many shows we've played where we're, like, at the bar after the show and some dude's like, dude, we're going to have a house party and come over and we're like, yeah, yeah, dude, we'll, we'll be there or whatever, you know? And like, you get the address. For- I really organized the house party for Vanilla Ice. <laughs> but like, I'm sure that's happened with our band, like where people think we're showing up. Yeah. But then uh, on, on the other hand, one time we went to a house party with our bus or some shit. 
Oh yeah. Like not even that long ago. It was probably like nine or 10 years ago, but when Josh head was driving, right? Yeah. I think on that tour. Cause I remember going to a house party and I was like, dude, we are way too big to be like going to this fucking dude's house. Yeah. I think it was with the Emory bus. Yeah. Like they, he, just, I don't remember I don't, that. I don't remember. I, I don't know <laughs> if everybody was there or, but I know I went to a house party with a bus. This was, I remember That's this like awesome. 10 years ago. Yeah. Like almost famous style. Like yeah. we rolled in and like jumped off the roof and said, I'm a golden God and shit. <laughs> But dude, the incredible the the head PE thing. They were playing at Pops the same night. Remember that shit? And BC came over and watched us. That's right. Open for Vanilla Ice before they played. That's right. Because we knew him from back in the day. I told you I listened to those records again. That first record's still good, dude. It's fucking great, (laughs) dude. That shit was ahead of its time, dude. It holds up. G Punk. Yeah. Yeah, they were they were better than a lot of the bands at that time. Now now they're a Juggalo band. Yeah. Well, the fuck off and dies played with them. At pops, yeah, uh, with suicidal, suicidal tendencies and head PE, and, and some other hard and some other hardcore band. Yeah, and we were like on stage. We opened, and and I was like, "Why is there a bunch of juggalos in the front row? <laughs> like, what the fuck's <laughs> happening? This is a suicidal tendencies show." It's, it was it's scary because there's only a few juggalos, and then you realize that there's the unpainted juggalos that you have to really worry about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're they're uh, undercover. <laughs> they're undercover juggalos, dude. It was so weird, and then head PE came out, and juggalos. they were all fucking juggalo painted up, and yeah. I was like, "Whoa, this is hold weird. on, they." Actually paint yeah yeah like yeah. ICP now yeah yeah, yeah they fucking yeah. see this was like I ten mean, years ago and this is whenever I started you know then like I've been telling you <laughs> Juggalo thing ain't no joke man motherfuckers got their shit down yeah yeah they know what they're doing they got a whole fucking world of yeah. shit that's going on that we don't know about they got baby caskets and everything <laughs> what <laughs> yeah. some Juggalos their kid died and they buried the kid in a fucking Juggalo casket <laughs> oh my god that's like, not something that's... to laugh about but Jesus Christ that's... like painted on the outside yeah like... it was fucking it was paint, what was their big record fucking uh... magnets how do they work <laughs> yeah I mean fucking look it up real miracles quick. <laughs> no. I've been telling no, this them this is an old one it was uh, um, the Great Malenko or whatever oh it was painted well, up like that I think you know uh, we were talking there's pictures of it talking to it's the fucked uh, up dude, why is that that kid has no choice in that <laughs> Yeah, that's that's how he went out. I, I would imagine that the parents did something that made that kid die first, <laughs> <laughs> and then they buried him in that oh fucking casket. Oh god! Remember, was it the dudes from the Haddonfields or Sean Morrissey or something was talking about how he's like a real fan of them now? Well, they all pretended that they they would all go to the shows as a joke. Yeah, and like it's they like, all started out like, oh, let's go watch Juggalos or whatever. Yeah, but then they go every time. They go to and every then, show. And they then go like to the fucking ten years the ga- and yeah, what's the thing called? The gathering. The gathering. Yeah. Ten years after, like they've just been going every year. They're like. We're like really fans now. <laughs> yeah. At some, at some point. And that's whenever I was like, what the fuck? Is this like a thing? It's like a years long version of in Tommy Boy when they, they won't sing that song together in the car and then the, it cuts to them like, <laughs> yeah. crying yeah, yeah. and singing it out yes. loud. Yeah. Yeah. It's that. <laughs> fuck. So, yeah, wow. It's like, it's like a, it's like reefer, man. It's a gateway <laughs> yeah. drug. You become a gu- juggalo. You don't want no part of this shit. One, one trip to the gathering. Um, so yeah. Anyway, what, yeah, we went down where road. were you in our, in your journey of our, of our incest. Um, I mean, oh, that pretty much covers well, it, the like, band? Yeah. from, you know, in each other's bands, all up in each other's <laughs> sisters. <laughs> when I dated your, I dated your, I went on a few dates with your, with oh, your yeah. wife. I met that, my met wife through me. My wife. My uh, wife. Through Gabe. She came to the skateboard shop. She was hanging out yeah. there. She, yeah. She and her best friend were yeah. trying to get skateboards. They did get skateboards, They did right? get skateboards, yeah. Yeah. I made out with your wife yeah. in the mid-2000s. Yeah, it happened. It happened. Gabe, Gabe really has your number, man. It's not a very big city. <laughs> small circles. Yeah, yeah. Small penises and small circles. Yeah. So that's how long we've known Gabe. There you go. Speaking of sisters, your sister, she's how old, how old is your sister? 27. Yeah. So she 
when we were in high school, she was in fucking diapers. Like when I met yeah, you, she was, when, yeah. When we she was first 13, came around. 13 years younger though. So, um, she's always been like a little kid to me, but now yeah. she's a grown ass adult. Yeah. Who punches other girls in the face. Yeah. yeah. I just Hard found out recently. I saw someone else's post and realized I didn't follow her on Instagram. Yeah. She's a fucking MMA fighter now <laughs> yeah. and yeah. just had a yeah. fight. Yeah. Her next... Bro- broke her nose and everything. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. yeah. You were there, I assume. No, I had to play another show that night. So, but she has another, she has a, her next fight, I think is in October. Did, so. Have you seen the video? Have you seen the whole thing? Oh, I, well, so I had my phone on my kick drum yeah. and I was watching it during, during, during the last <laughs> little last song and a half. Yeah. So I was supposed to be there because Ladley noodle house, uh, shout out noodle house as usual. Um, he, uh, he had like V cause they sponsor her. They're one of her sponsors. And, uh, he had like the VIP seats and he was like, you're going to be my guest. I was like, sweet. But we just got back from Mexico, me and Josh, like the day before or two days before. And I, I don't know. I was like shitting everything out of my body and I was about to die and I couldn't fucking do anything. And I was like, dude, I can't leave the house. I'm sorry. I got Montezuma, whatever. Montezuma's revenge. I guess so. But yeah, so I, I was going to be there and then I felt bad. But then I saw her uh, like a week later with, when we were all hanging out and eyes are all black and she's like, yeah, my nose is broken. It's fine. Whatever. Yeah. I'll do it again. I was like, fuck. Yeah, oh, she's my back. God, she's back dude. to training. She starts, yeah. She's I think it's October, like last week in October or something. I don't oh, know if she's she, not she set She could definitely kick your ass. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's crazy. I don't want her punching me. Isn't that <laughs> funny, dude? Little baby ass sister, 13 years younger than you. And right now, like, no bullshit, you know that she would kick your ass. Yeah, fuck me up. <laughs> That's fucking yeah, I don't, crazy. I don't even, I wouldn't even have a chance. Well, she trains daily. Yeah. So. What is, does she, she doesn't like, like, specialize in anything specific like uh fucking judo or some fucking great it's just mma is like <laughs> a thing now <laughs> judo i don't know what the fuck people do I don't, karate I don't, I don't. Uh, yeah she does karate that's uh out of the ymca book what dojo does she go to <laughs> she's in uh oh she's at uh finney's, finney's. okay finney's dojo yeah, yeah finney's dojo they just uh drink beer and punch each other i think so. <laughs> so you don't you don't know specifics about like what she actually does i do not is it fucking muay thai kickboxing uh, I know she does kickboxing and she does jujitsu, but I don't know if anything else. So kicks and like grappling. Yeah. And smashing. Kicks and ass. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> no, Damn. she just, uh, yeah, she just, I guess, yeah, I don't know. I have no idea. She studies beat ups. Beat ups. Yeah. Her she, name is Libby Petcher. We didn't say that. Uh, if anybody wants to go check her out while she kicks somebody's ass pretty soon. Yeah. Technically she lost the first fight. Yeah, she did. But, but no, no, she didn't technically lose it. She just lost it. W- was it a knockout? <laughs> Literally no, lost no, it. No, but. decision. Okay, work. So, hey. but they got they got fight in the night. Both those girls. So sweet. Yeah. There's a lot of blood. It was good. Yeah, dude. I saw the one picture and I was just like, I felt like a parent. I was like, oh my god, oh yeah. poor, poor Chuck, baby. Chuck, Chuck and Trish were there. Oh my god. My mom, yeah, dad went. They lost their minds. Oh man. My mom had a, my mom had a great time. She was like, fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be weird to watch your kid get their ass kicked on fucking in a ring? I mean, Jesus Christ. Yeah. That'd yeah, be rough. I, I couldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't want to watch it. Did I wonder? <laughs> did she get like? The equivalent for us of getting like a straight stage fright or like pre-show jitters. I mean, can you imagine like just like walking in to a fight? Like I'd be so fucking nervous. Yeah, being yeah, like, yeah, being be like, there's a 99% chance my nose is going to be broken in like the next hour. Yeah. Uh, maybe a limb. I might fucking die. Oh, Who knows? And, it, and, it's, and it's such a big fight. Like for your first fight to fight at like Ameristar. Yeah, like, it's not. It was it's at not a like, casino. It's, yeah. it's not like you're playing. Like our first shows were like Bernard's Pub in front of yeah. seven yeah, people. Yeah, yeah. You know, she's not fighting you're at walking, the VFW walking, Hall. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you're not walking out with your name huge and lights. You know, walking yeah. in front of that many people. Straight to the big screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. straight to the big screen. Yeah, I'd fucking I'd shit my pants. Yeah. So was she like an opener? 
or like was there like a headliner like uh, a national fighter uh there was they weren't national but it was like pretty big fights that would get you into the ufc style yeah. stuff um so i think there was there was probably like seven or eight fights that night but she was like in the middle I think they started at like seven, so she was probably halfway through. Damn, that's awesome. That's gnarly. Yeah, yeah. that's what that uh, is. Do you think she could beat you up at him? Yeah, she whooped my ass. <laughs> I'm a pacifist. <laughs> Not numb, of course. <laughs> Thought you were a nihilist. Uh, a little, yeah, a little bit of both. I dabble. Uh, we were the fog off, and I was supposed to uh, write her walk-up song, yeah. her theme song, which I guess we still are supposed to. Yeah, we can't even write our own songs. We, but yeah, that's why songs. she lost. That's, yeah, yeah. Uh, if she would have had better intro music, yeah, she probably would have won. She, but. The the one girl she said kept kneeing her in the vagina, so I want to call oh. the song. Uh, so oh, so, so, oh. so we want to just name the song the Iron Clam. Oh yeah. <laughs> 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 Sorry, Libby. Libby the Iron Clam <laughs> Petcher. <laughs> She's going to be so pissed I said that. <laughs> but she said, I'm just going with it now because yeah. everybody was saying that afterwards. Like, I don't know, you're still standing after getting needing the badge all night. She could have a great, like, um, ni- like late 80s, early 90s looking like chrome 3D logo, you know, <laughs> yeah. of like a just a badge shape, but it's all super shiny and shit, reflections on it, spins into the camera. Yeah. Yeah. You want to make that for her? Yeah. Okay. I'll get on it. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Perfect. She's gonna hate it. With like, but like her name comes down and like slams on the ground, like dust comes up and shit, and then her name opens like this. It parts and the clam comes out and spins at the camera. The puss. The puss. Yeah. Jesus. Now we're talking about wow. my sister's vagina. It went from his sister's, sister's vagina. vagina. It's so you keep, keep, keep it all in the family. My it's sister's payback. clearly was not made of iron. No. It's full of eggs. Full of eggs. More kids. Up, all up there. Way at the She's top. She's had a couple more since then, huh? Yeah, just cranking later. them out. Not, yeah. with, not with Gabe, of course. No. Yeah. yeah. Not, not my not, mom, of not, course. No, yeah. Not, not my kids. Uh, no more kids for me. She has a beautiful family life now. Yeah, she's old as shit. That's why I broke up with her. (laughs) Dude, I I knew she'd get old as shit. I just fucking knew it. I had to get a new model. Uh, That's a lie. She broke up with me. Rightfully so. That was a piece of shit. Uh, Dude, your son's 20 and your sister's 27. How weird is that? Yeah, it's wild. Hold on. He'll be 20 uh, in a week. Yeah, on Sunday. Five days? Yeah. Yeah. Like you. 20. Grown. And he he listens to cool music now. Yeah. Every time I talk to him, he goes, I don't know why I didn't listen to you before about music, Dad. Dude, good good on him for admitting that. Because <laughs> yeah. back in the day, for both of us, we'd be like, dude, why don't you, why don't you listen to this? Why don't you listen to this? And be like, dude. that's stupid. I don't want to. Yeah, you know, how many fucking, to you know how many fucking stupid YouTube rapper shows I had to take him to at fucking the Firebird? <laughs> He's like, oh, Dad, the VIP tickets are $70. I was like, we'll just walk through the fucking back door. There's going to be nine people there. <laughs> yeah. And every time I take his friends and Jimmy would be like, yeah, just come on through. There's fucking no tickets sold for this thing. <laughs> Like, how do you know everybody, Dad? I'm old. It's fine. I know how to. Yeah. I know how to party. Yeah. I do drugs with this guy. Settle down. <laughs> what does he listen um, to now? That's like sweet. He listens to everything, dude. Like I'll I'll reference some old shit and be like, like the most recent thing I said. Do you ever listen to like '90s alternative hip hop kind of stuff? He's like, oh, oh yeah, fuck yeah, like. Uh, this you know, is a tribe called Quest, tribe called Quest, Quest uh, Soul, and all Dead that kind of shit. Alcoholics, rattled off all this stuff, and I was like, "Yeah, I okay. shit every day." Yeah, he yeah. loves it. Or like Which old I mean, metal stuff. Like out of nowhere, he'd be like, "Dude, fucking hostile is the best metal song ever." <laughs> yeah. He loves Pantera right now. Yeah, Metallica. He all, fucking grew his hair wow. out and then shaved it all off like Phil and Psalm, though. I'm, I'm pretty. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was explaining the Descendants to me last time I hung out with him. Oh yeah, loves punk rock. And I was like, "Yeah, I fucking know, man." He fucking reads. He's like, "Dude, I didn't know they were so fucking good." I'm like, "I fucking know." He took all of my, all my books, all my punk rock books, all my good graphing books that I can't understand. Yeah, that I bought you know just to support the dude. <laughs> too too much get, science talk. Yeah. yeah, get like fucking 
uh, chapter in, you're like, I don't know. And he's like, oh, it's a great book, Dad. It's a good read. I'm like, you're a smart kid. Yeah, yeah good for sure, you. Sure. Yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. He's a literal, actual genius and also probably knows more about music in terms of like music history and yeah. like as like a musicologist yeah. approach than any of us. Him and my dad were sitting around talking about like 50s blues guitar players the other day. And I was like, I don't yeah. know what the fuck you guys are talking <laughs> about. Weird. But you know what, dude? I, I've said this in the past, just jokingly, but I don't know. It worked out in this case. You, when you have kids, when you're a young person and not an old rickety ass body, like, you know, like, uh, the, uh, the opening thing of idiocracy, you know, yeah. if you oh, get uh, them out uh, soon, yeah. you know, boop, 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 younger boop, people, you know, better <laughs> ingredients, better children, yeah, you know, fuck everything I'm fucking all y'all tonight. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's you and my sister yeah. weren't all fucking wrinkly and gross and dried up. I did, yeah, yeah, when you were teenagers, you made yeah. a high quality child. High, high quality, yeah. I didn't. Yeah. It wasn't after I tried to jump a jet ski into a pool and <laughs> wreck my nuts on a fence. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now, 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 all your sperm are just long and skinny. They don't even have the fat part on the no, head anymore. No, just, it's all tails. <laughs> all tails. <laughs> that boy's all tails. <laughs> Uh, yeah, <laughs> tight. All day. <laughs> All right, what else? What else besides uh? Adam, you got some good samples now. I loaded it up. I like it. Oh, I just thought about Do something, another but one. I can't say it. <laughs> Why not? People don't forget. I was gonna talk about his sister's boobs. Oh, oh, she got new hooters too. Yeah, yeah. she got some new cruisers yeah. on her. Yep. Yeah. Seen those yet? <laughs> it's fucking disgusting. <laughs> That's why I said I can't say that. Uh, that's funny. Uh, Gabe's so also the manager of the bar that we reference more than any bar on this whole podcast, Flamingo Bowl. Yeah, dude, every mm -hmm. guest we have on here, it's like, well, you know, the night we went to Flamingo, every guest. And I'm like, I've taken every human to be like, yeah, I do. where's to Flamingo Bowl? Wasn't there like a bowling alley that we went to or something? Like, yeah, um, I guess that you too. Yeah, yeah. It's like and everybody's like, I don't remember. La I don't remember going out last night. It's not just me taking people there. Yeah. Every band that goes through yeah. comes through yeah. town goes to Flamingo. It's uh, it's just like the spot for like the late night because there's food late, there's bowling. Yeah. It's like different than a venue, and it's like it's good for after a show. We had Drake in there. He drinks white wine spritzers. <laughs> Drake? Drake? Yeah. yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he rented out the Palm Side, right? Yeah. Yep. And you heard a white wine spritzer from me. I, don't, I was about to laugh in his face. I was like, <laughs> all right. Okay. I'm write that down. What is a white wine spritzer? What oh, is it's that? a Chardonnay with some ice cubes and Sprite. And Sprite. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Is that some Canadian shit? What is that? Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah I guess it has to be, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's not what Lil Wayne drinks. No. no. Yeah, Lil Wayne was I, there too, I, right? I Lil Wayne there, yeah. Damn. He got real hammered gambling with a bunch of money. What does Little Wayne drink? <laughs> Little, Little, <laughs> Little Wayne drinks Patron. Uh, Patron and uh, then, you know, yeah. um, lean. Yeah. What is it? Sprite right. and, um, <laughs> cough syrup. Codeine. And cough syrup. Yeah. 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 Codeine. Codeine, he yeah. had his own supply of, yeah. of lean on the side. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you didn't supply that one for yeah. him. Did he have his own two styrofoam cups or did you have to serve that at the bar? Uh, he drank his, he goes straight out of the bottle. All right. He just had a bottle of Patron. <laughs> no, a bottle oh. of Codeine. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I was like, I wouldn't doubt if he's like, give me the bottle. Yeah. You're it like, says, all right. It says Dwayne on the, you know, Dwayne Carter <laughs> on the label still. Dwayne Alessandro. <laughs> Mountain Herbert. Dew, Herbert Camacho. I need to put that on the samples. Yes. Yes. Dude, when I... What does Dan drink from Story of yeah. the Year? <laughs> Whatever I give him. <laughs> Depends on how fat I am at the time. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes he gets a beer. Sometimes he gets a vodka soda. <laughs> I'm watching out for you guys. I know. Hey, tours like, are, if tours are starting to come up shows, he gets no beer. 
like during the, the middle of the pandemic, <laughs> the middle of pandemic, you know, whether or not they were open sometimes, uh, you know, we would hang out there still, even if they weren't open, but he would be like, here, you need a vodka soda. You're looking a little fat, dude. <laughs> I'd be like, fuck, you're right. I know it. Jameson water. <laughs> yep. I was like, just give me a beer. Nope. 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 No, no beer for you. There's a way in at the door. So. <laughs> yeah. I got to make sure. I got to oh, weight class you in. Uh, you're, you're in a vodka soda weight class. <laughs> I got to keep him show ready, oh. man. He's looking out for me, man. If he can't jump, if he can't jump and touch his toes. Speaking of that shit, um, I talked to Grady today for a long time, and Grady's our our, our front of house guy, tour manager, production manager. Christopher, Christopher yes. Grady, yeah, shout, shout out Grady. He sent we talked for a really long time, and he sent me a photo. Did you, I? I haven't seen him like you guys have seen him. Oh, oh yeah, he's lost over hundred pounds. Yeah, I haven't like seen him since we did live streams, like in person. Yeah. Me either, dude. Yeah. dude he looks like a different person, and it is fucking awesome. Like Dude, it isn't was, it weird? Like, did you notice his voice and everything? About he's like, "Hey, man, what's going on?" Yeah, so I'm just, you know, just trying to get this worked out. You know, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm all peppy and uh, nice and a completely different person. Yeah, he's not yeah. a total asshole anymore. It's crazy. <laughs> well, he stopped drinking uh, a few years ago yeah, now. Yeah. Uh, even when we were still touring with him and stuff, but, uh, but then he like got really into working out in the last year or two, and uh, yeah, he's lost so much weight. He looks great. I just saw him on Saturday at Red Flag. I went to a show there. He's doing great. Have you guys seen that Nextdoor app that people use in neighborhoods? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. So all he does now is troll people on that. <laughs> so whenever somebody st- so whenever somebody posts something about a cat, he puts a picture of Alf up and asks questions. Like, so like, Alf. Yeah. See, somebody put somebody put put up a picture or put something up that said, "There's a dead cat in Lafayette Square." You know. Describe the cat case with somebody's. And he just put a picture of Alf. He's holding his hands like this, and he says, uh, can I please have the address? Yeah. <laughs> That's what that was that you sent me the other day. I was like, what is this app? It says, please send location. <laughs> Alf, Alf eats cats. Yeah, so so no matter, yeah, I case, guess we In case you guys don't know that joke. <laughs> yeah. In case you youngsters out there don't remember Alf. It's a show that hasn't aged well from the late it's 80s. terrible fucking show, but now if you try to watch it again, you're like, what is this? How did we like yeah. this? But it's funny. But, but it works well. So it's like, that's, a, how, that's what he spends alien, his time doing. An alien who eats cats. Yeah. Who lives with a yeah, suburban Alf, family. Alf sends her alien life form. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's uh, right. Alien life form. You know form. what has aged actually pretty fucking well from the 80s? A sitcom? Small wonder. I, holy, <laughs> uh, dude, I bet that's atrocious, dude. I bet that's so bad. Um, is that like a... That's the robot chick. Ultimately just... I, like just like a commentary on how all chicks are supposed to be our slaves and our robots or something. <laughs> like, is that what that kind of is insinuating? I never, I, 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 never, so. I never thought about it, but yeah, if that show popped up in like anywhere on social media right now, there would be a full thing about how that, how fucking, yeah, it's that, but a show that's aged amazingly like comedy wise timing and shit. It's just still really fucking good. Is cheers. Oh, oh yeah. 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 I think you told me that you were yeah, watching it for a while. That. And then yeah. I started rewatching it when it was on uh, Netflix or whatever. It's it's not. I think it's on Hulu or something now. But but yeah, I went through like all the way up till the first season that uh, what's her face showed up, the new chick. Yeah, the first. Uh, what's that chick that takes over the bar? Yeah, God damn it! I just um, watched it the other day. I don't know, but yeah, once she I watched that season. Diane then I is the Diane is yeah. the beginning. And oh then no, it's... that's uh, that's a blonde chick. Then uh, I don't know, just terrible. Sorry. Doesn't matter. This is the best part of the podcast where we have to go to IMDb <laughs> to have a conversation. <laughs> But it's Dan, tougher. I cannot it's, it's, imagine you watching Cheers for some reason, <laughs> dude. I, I didn't. I did. I'd never had watched it really. I mean, I'd seen it off and on, but at once Gabe was talking about how he was watching it again, and then I started watching. I was like, dude, this is just dudes that hang out at the bar. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's like us. it's like Cliff and Norm, <laughs> or like just everybody at the bar. Rebecca, Rebecca, Kirstie Rebecca, Alley. 
Don't yes. worry, I get a bunch of song titles from Cheers. So. Yes, yes, we, we do. But it's tough to watch for a bartender because everything's poured so fucking awful. Yeah. Like every beer, it's like they fill up a beer and it's just straight head. Yeah. Like, what yeah. the fuck? Yeah, you notice Half that beers, shit. Yeah, making wrong drinks. It looks like Sam bottle. Malone is pretty good at bartending because he he's is. got style. Well, yeah, because he puts his foot all the way up on top of the bar <laughs> when he's talking to you because he's so sure. fucking tall. Yeah. Hey, it looks good. He's like, hey, check out my dick. Yeah. I'm a baseball player. Look. Famous. Yo, so <laughs> the like the current Star Wars um, cartoon that's on, one of the characters who owns a bar, she's this alien, is played by Rhea Perlman, you know, Carla. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And there are these two aliens that are always in the bar. And we just figured out the other day on the podcast, that's fucking Norman Cliff. Yeah. For oh, sure. Oh, fucking shit, funny. Yeah. Is that called the bad batch? Yeah. I always see that and I always think it says the bad bitch. Dude, I posted something that a fan posted that somebody made, and it said the bad bitch at the bottom. <laughs> yeah, I, sw- I, I every time I see it, I'm like, what the fuck is the bad bitch? Oh, it's Star Wars. Never mind. It's really good, but yeah, Carla's in it. Okay, she's <laughs> the best. She's 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 the best. Wasn't she married to Danny DeVito for a long she time? She was. They just got like divorced. in real life. Yeah, in real yeah. life, they got yeah, divorced yeah. a few years ago. They which were- which is the show that I watch constantly now, which I've always watched, but it's always Sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah, is 100 my favorite show of all time. I have a hard time getting through it. I just was a fucking, the yelling is so much most <laughs> yeah. of the time. And it's, like, it's, cause I work in a bar, so I'm just getting yelled at yeah, punished yeah. constantly like they are. So when I want to watch a bar show, yeah, yeah. A bar show. Yeah. But I can't handle just like if I get home yeah, like, from getting my deal ass kicked at the bar, yeah. I don't want to go home and watch them scream at each other. I get that. Yeah. So especially they're, you know, yelling about like in the early episodes, like just trying to like try different shit to get people in the bar. Yeah. It's just like, it's too close to home. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. They have gay yeah. night or whatever. Yeah. Like, yeah. And they, that's like the first, first episode, episode, I think. Episode, yeah. 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 Great show. It's ridiculous. But Danny, you know, Danny DeVito, uh, Frank Reynolds just devolves into like just the most garbage person on the planet. And it's my yeah. favorite thing I've ever <laughs> seen on TV. When I die, just throw me in the trash can. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so many quotes in that. Speaking of, we're really like tying it together here. Rob McElhaney, his show on, uh, Apple TV Plus, Mythic Quest. Have you watched that? No. Is that a cartoon? Sounds like a cartoon name. No, it's about, um, it's kind of like Silicon Valley. Like they're Uh. a game developer. They have a a game like fucking, what do you call it? World of Warcraft, basically. And he's like the dude. He's like the the Steve Jobs figure of like the company who, he's the big ego, you know? It's awesome. Did he create this show too? Because he's like the creator of It's Always Sunny. I think he's an executive producer on it. Yeah. But he's he's a total piece of shit in it as well. head honcho. Yeah. It's, um, it's really good. It's him and the more Malort and uh, more Malort, more Lort, please. Uh, him and uh, what's her fucking name? D Reynolds. And yeah. they're married in real Sweet life. D. Sweet D, whatever her name is in real life. Her show was pretty good. Yeah. That show was great too. Uh, yeah. Got canceled right around when Shit's Creek came up though. I think it was like, yeah, Shit's Creek. We haven't, we haven't just it. talked aimlessly about TV shows and movies in a while. It's we were due. Yeah. Shit's Creek's my favorite show in the last yeah. couple of years. Yeah, I got all into I that was for like, a while. I was super late to the party. I tried to watch it once and I, I didn't feel, I, I wasn't feeling it. And then I tried again and I fucking loved it. Yeah. My wife, fuck. My wife. Um, like made me get through the first like half dozen episodes. She was like, trust me, just you're going to like it. Yeah. Cause at first I was like, yeah. I hate these people. These are fucking yeah, same. shit people, you know? Same. And then, you know, you come to love them. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah. I'm about halfway through that now. Sick. Because, you know, I just go back and watch fucking Cheers and yeah. Seinfeld all the time. So. <laughs> you know, I've never watched an episode of Seinfeld in my life. Whoa. Really? you never even really, seen, yeah. like, some of it, like, in passing? 
not a full episode. Like I've seen, mm-hmm. yeah, just like in passing, like maybe a minute of it or something like that. Yeah. Dude, there's so yeah. much of like pop culture that I've just, I like when people talk about it, I can't, like I've never seen, like any of the big shows that everyone's seen, like I haven't seen fucking any of them. Like Game of Thrones, uh, Breaking Bad, any of that shit. That's because we were all busy sitting around watching stupid TV shows and you were getting good at playing guitar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I just, I don't know. I go through phases. Like, I, I don't watch TV at all for a really long time, and then I'll watch a lot of shit. But yeah. I don't get sucked into every fucking shitty show. I've never seen Game of Thrones, and I know that everybody loves that, and I'm supposed to watch that, but I've never seen it. No, I can't fuck with it. No, I, don't, I can't do dragons and spells and curses Dude, and shit. same. <laughs> I don't fuck with dragons, man. <laughs> yeah. Like, like all no. dragons? I, I like, what if Sean Connery's a dragon? You fuck with that? Yeah. Whatever that, whatever that movie was? <laughs> yeah, I could watch that. There's just something like, I, I figured this out. A couple years ago. Number one, I'm more of like a sci-fi nerd. So if there's some dragons, but there's sci-fi, like there's a dragon. Space dragons. Yeah. If there's a dragon, you know, there's a dragon in the Mandalorian. Okay. I can fuck with that. You're a hypocrite. Yeah. Oh, wait. You told us, you told, Adam, I feel like you told us this six months ago and it has something to do with you not liking white people. Right? Yeah. Like I have like an, (laughs) I have like an anti-European bias in my, or like Western bias in my like storytelling whatever you know what i mean like if it has anything to do with like knights and wizards and spells and shit anything old like that when they gonna make a ghetto dragon movie fucking snubby tight i'd watch that shit like they did martin lawrence was oh, in yeah. oh, the fuck the black yeah. knight or whatever yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> wasn't it called the black wow, knight what a title yeah. <laughs> what a title yeah, literally yeah. the black knight yes. yeah that's a little on yeah, the yeah. nose guys <laughs> i um yeah i just i don't like any of that shit and at first I was like, well, I need sci-fi in it to, for it to be cool. But then I realized I like movies about like ancient Japan or like, like samurai shit or like uh, ancient, you know, like, like the last I would samurai. Wa- I watch the fuck. I love the last samurai. Like yeah. I'd watch, you know, the great wall shit like that. Any of that old, old fucking Kung Fu movies, any of that stuff. Remember with, on Chappelle show with yeah. magic Negro Damas is like, yeah, Tom Cruise is the last samurai. What's next? I don't remember what he says. Uh, uh, he was just joking about how, how the fuck Tom Cruise gets uh, cast as the yeah. last samurai. Yeah, yeah it is pretty said, fucked said, up. The said, white savior he, thing. Yeah, yeah he's pretty said, fucked. It's something about Tom Hanks. Yeah. Oh, Tom Hanks. <laughs> but I. Oh, that's funny. But I, I, I just. Get, yeah, I just think I. There's also something about like that era. You know, I'm thinking like the Middle Ages, right? Everybody's just all covered in mud and gross and their teeth are all fucked up and they're just gross looking white people. And I'm like, fuck this. Hey, we're about to get back to that in a couple of years. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. We're almost there. Have you seen people lately? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's fucking rough. De evolution, man. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. I watch it every Idiocracy's day. real. Yeah. I watch it every single day and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Gabe is in the thick of running the bar world and he yeah. sees the best and oh, the worst oh, yes. of of America. That's how that's what we'll call it. People don't forget. <laughs> anyway, how do we start talking about dragons? I don't know what, what happened there. Uh, Mythic Quest, um, yes. and then oh, you're talking about how you haven't seen anything, including Game of Thrones. Not yeah, me either. Yeah, I have no interest. Yeah, whatever. We don't have a whole, whole lot of time left on this earth, so you know we're spending a bunch of time watching shows about dragons. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I, got of, I got a lot of shit I want to do. If Josh, Josh was here, he'd say, "I don't know how much time I got left." <laughs> yeah, exactly. That I was about to. <laughs> who is that? What's the comedian? Uh, I think it's Bill Burr. Who says yeah. that? Maybe or no, no, it was Mark Maron. I don't know. Talking about I might I might die watching this. I shit. think it was Mark Maron. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I never heard that. Yeah, so. yeah. He's like, yeah. I, I don't know if I want to go and see this dragon movie because you know I don't know how much time I got left. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So you guys, uh, speaking of Mark Maron, 
I listened to Rick. Rick Rubin was on there today. Yes. Um, he's, um, he's pretty Did cool. you listen to that? Heard of him? No, but I, I would like to. Which I've never yeah, listened I, to his. Doesn't he have a podcast too? Yeah, yeah. I've only listened to a, a couple of them. But no, yeah, I, I, I know like I've, I've, I know a lot about Rick Rubin, but still like – he was talking about today how he's not a tech guy. He doesn't know how, like, basically doesn't know how to work Pro Tools, doesn't know how to record, doesn't know how to do anything technical. And I knew that. But yeah. every time, like, I hear him talk about that, or just to hear it from his own mouth and shit, it's just like, it's kind of mind blowing to think about someone that influential that's done, like, some of the best and most important records of our generation that yep. just lays on a couch and says, no, I'll try something else. yeah dude you know um, what i'm saying yeah it's amazing uh i've watched i'm not a real big red hot chili peppers fan but uh he did uh uh, magic sex whatever it's called blood sugar sex magic yes blood sugar sex magic that was like the first one he did for them and uh i watched like a documentary about it recently and it was just him just sitting there like getting the best out of them and telling them what to do and yeah he doesn't Mm -hmm. record anything but like it was really cool to watch. Even them, I was like, "Wow, man, he made the Chili Peppers who they are right now." Yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's like a thousand bands like that, but uh, and then like the Johnny Cash shit that he did late in Johnny Cash's career, yeah, where he just brought yeah, him yeah. back and like made him this fucking cool, relevant dude again, like just by not not by like tricks and silly shit, just just by making cool ass music. He's just good at spotting yeah, talent that, yeah. and directing. Vision, yeah, that's he, what he was. Well, that's what he was talking about on the podcast. Is like. He's like, well, um, who 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 is out there that's like an established act but isn't making their best music? Like, who yeah. out there is just fucking amazing? That's like a legend, but isn't doing their best work. And he's like Johnny Cash. So he went and saw Johnny Cash playing in Orange County at some restaurant in front of a hundred people, and was like, "Holy shit!" And jo- and Johnny Cash was like, he he basically was like pitched him as like, "Hey, I want to like I want I want to like." collaborate and i want to like make your best record you've ever made and everything and johnny cash like are you fucking kidding me you see where i'm at right now like you see where i'm (laughs) like what yeah and yeah and they wound up working together for you know 10 plus years or whatever but uh yeah dude i mean it's not uncommon for a producer especially like in the era of like you know the big when the music industry was like a bigger kind of um it was just a it was just bigger shit it wasn't uncommon for a producer to not it's still not uncommon for a producer not to hit buttons and like actually engineer the records and shit, you know? Yeah. But the fact that he can't and never yeah, could is no choice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like usually a producer, like, you know, you, you, you cut your teeth like making records, you start as an engineer, you record bands, and at some point if you have enough success, you hire an engineer so you don't have to do that shit anymore, you know? But the fact that he just started just he just never did any of it is fucking crazy. Right. You know? Does he does he play any instruments or no? He said, "Yeah, he plays the guitar, but he's like, I don't really, I don't really play guitar unless, um, like, he's like, I, I like to listen to music. I like to listen to other people play the music. I'll play the guitar if there's no radio around or no other people, and I'm alone in a room with a the guitar, then I'll play it. <laughs> oh, wow, you know, okay. weird. So Gabe, we don't, yeah. so we don't know Gabe, if we can actually Gabe, play the guitar. I know we have talked about this and looked through his discography before, but yeah. I just brought it up just because uh, I want to name a few. Just it has to be decades of you know, it's like depending on what it is, but." Let's just go 80s, where he did LL Cool J, Run DMC, Slayer, Rain yeah, and Blood. Yeah. <laughs> uh, then the next thing was the Beastie Boys, Licensed to Ill. Like, how do you go from Slayer to the Beastie Boys? Then he did The Cult, um, more of all those, Danzig's first record. Yeah. Um, 
Okay, that was in the 80s. I mean, that's just skipping through, like, Andrew Dice Clay did a comedy record, I guess, which is crazy. Then he did The yeah. Black Crows in the 90s. I mean, remember how big The Black Crows yeah, were? They had two, fucking record? They had yeah, two yeah. songs. Um, More Slayer, Ghetto Boys. Uh, well, it says he's a supervisor. Hold on, hold on. Let me, let me just go through here. Then he did Chili Peppers. Okay, the Chili Peppers. How do you put four people who are so good at their instruments, and that's the fucking dog shit they turn out every time? <laughs> that is that is insane. Uh, like I said, not a big fan of the Chili Peppers, but that record had some fucking songs on it for sure. Hey, but, that song, that record's amazing. Which one? Uh, Blood Sex Magic. Yeah, yeah. I mean, oh, under the bridge. Yeah. Okay. Under the bridge. Although uh, everybody on the planet's sick of hearing that song, but it's, yeah, it's a, a fucking but, yeah. amazing song. Oh my god. Oh my god, dude. Do you listen to any of their other stuff? <laughs> Which which California song are you talking about? <laughs> they have some hits and they have some misses. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. That whole was that choke. The whole record is uh, all the lyrics are just the Wikipedia page for California. Yeah. <laughs> was that a hard times that's article? A hard times yeah. article. That's so good. But then he started fucking with uh, fucking with. I sound like a kid, man. Uh, with Tom Petty and like oh, yeah. whenever he did like Last yeah. Dance with Mary Jane yeah. and all that shit yeah. that brought oh, Tom yeah. Petty back. Shit. That was Rick Rubin yeah, 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 yeah. in the nineties. Like uh, all that dude, shit. You should, the, they did all that shit at Sound City. You should listen to that Mark Maron podcast because at some point they talk about writing lyrics and how like, you know, like with rock records, you, you know, he's basically like country records are stories, right? It's mm-hmm. like, it's all like a story. And in rock music, it's like a lot more cryptic, you know, and it's a lot like yeah. whatever, you know? And he's just talking about his writing process, you know, and they're both saying that like, you know, they're not like, lyric guys first they hear the music or they were both saying this rick rubin's like first i hear the music then i hear the melody last thing i hear is kind of the lyrics but um i don't know just like his whole approach to like figure out what emotion you're trying to 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 capture like what story you're trying to and like and then just kind of like almost do like a stream of consciousness consciousness kind of thing instead of just trying to be like super literal Dude, I'm fucking this whole thing up, but you should listen to it. I think you'd 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 you'd, you'd get some value out of it. You know, yeah. this on the Mark Maron one. Yeah, it just yeah. came out. I think it's either today's episode or yesterday's episode. But yeah, I really like Rick Rubin. Either way, yes. And I love how like a lot of his stuff. You know, he even talk, talks about it. I've heard him talk about it before. Where like, you know, like some of his records, like sound quality is just like the last thing they were thinking about. It was just yeah. all about like the emotion, the message. Do you believe this? It's like if you hit all those points, like who fucking cares what it sounds like, you know? Yeah, and that shows with every record he makes. It's totally different because then he went on to do like System of a Down and, you know, mm-hmm. like all that, a whole bunch of different shit like that. Like it has yeah. nothing to do with Tom Petty or fucking, you know, Run DMC or any of that. It's like totally yeah. different worlds, but all equally as uh, he did like the Jay-Z shit. Yeah. Um, you know, mm-hmm. the big ass fucking the black like, album. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah. Well, he didn't like, do all of it. He did like. He did 99 Problems. He did 99 Problems. Yeah, he, only did right like, he only did like yeah. three or four songs yeah. on that. But record. like the ones that are like the, the classic like now Blaze classic songs yeah. for Jay Z that yeah. weren't his. You crazy for this one, Rick? <laughs> yeah. 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 It's like, yeah. fuck it. Dude, what I, what a, what a I also like. I also love that he's like super into all like the hippy dippy shit that I'm into. Like, He's like super into breath work and like meditation and yoga and like sauna and cold plunges and like he he's, he's more like, interested in what like you know bark on a tree was made of. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that's just like he knows my how fucking, to breathe. Yeah. He knows how to stand up. You didn't, th- you didn't think I didn't know what a yugugli was? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, yeah. No, he is, know, he is very he is very like yeah yeah. Every time peaceful I, hippie man. Every time I sure. see him, he's sitting yeah. cross legged. Yeah, <laughs> in yeah, a pair yeah. Of fucking, Sweat shorts. <laughs> Dude, there's a I I haven't seen it yet, but there's a new thing on Netflix 
uh, with him talking to Paul McCartney about the Beatles, and I don't really oh, I know. That, yeah. I don't know what it is exactly, but it looks really cool. It just them them having a conversation about old Beatles shit and talking, but bunch of old if it's guys. Rick Rubin and Paul McCartney, I'm pretty yeah. sure that's probably a good convo. Bunch of old guys yeah. talking about how shit was cooler when they were younger. <laughs> I bet it's a lot like this conversation. <laughs> yeah. Probably talking about yeah. dicks and banging each other's sisters and stuff. Yeah, that kind of stuff. Paul McCartney's sisters' boobs. <laughs> What does Lisa McCartney's boobs look like yeah, nowadays? Yeah. All oh, those areolas, pretty sweet. <laughs> uh, hey, Gabe, when was, uh, when was the first time you saw Story of the Year, man? Once we changed into Story of the Year. Oh, uh, fuck. Because Gabe quit playing music for a long time in the middle yeah, period I there. Yeah, for like 10 years. Uh, and uh, probably managed, worked and managed the skate shop called Soka yeah. here in, in yeah. St. Louis. I used to have to dress Dan. Yes, I would come in to get new gear, and he'd be like, Dan, make those pants smaller back whenever pants were big. Now you got to tell me to make them bigger again. Yeah. You're like the Rick Rubin of skate shops. Yes, uh, yeah. yes. Of, of clothing. I was like, dude, you can't just keep wearing dickies every day. <laughs> I was like, here's come on, man. Look. Here's, here's a pair. Of, here, you got the vans going. You're good. Because I remember even at here's, the skate here's, shop. Here's a, here's a pair of Volcom jeans. Yeah. And they weren't even tight. No, <laughs> they're, no like, they're smaller. They're smaller. Yeah. It was a good transitional and here, and period. And here's a flannel shirt. I think that's on In the Wake. Uh, you you definitely great... dressed me for a few of our photo shoots, <laughs> yeah. for sure. And I didn't have anything to do with that. Your wife made you come see yeah. me. She's she said, like, you should, she make said him buy you something. Yeah. You dress like an asshole, Dan. <laughs> he, he wears the same Stretch Armstrong t-shirt every <laughs> single like, day. Dan, I love you. You're a beautiful person, but you got clothes like a dickhead. <laughs> I still have the four shirts I rotate through. Yeah, so I know. That, that's that's Dan, all. I'm with you. Men. I'm I'm with I'm with you on that. Yeah, I was gonna say that's probably all of us. Dude, but the underwear. Do you have a Top have Gun on? shirt on right now? Yeah, we made oh, this Top Gun Star I, I Wars shirt. I couldn't see what it said, but that's Dude, that's awesome. Uh, these underwear I have on, I'm pretty sure I bought these when I lived in LA. Yeah, so I still have underwear from like 2008. Dude, dude. <laughs> it's real, like, dude. That it's fucking dead joke shit. about how your fucking tidy whitey's got holes in them and yeah. shit. All my underwear have holes in them. <laughs> yeah. I don't throw them away until, <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. until I pull up the band and it rips, dude. <laughs> yeah, I got a few. Yeah. It's just like they all got like the pinholes in the back. <laughs> so yeah. up and sit on them. Yeah, yeah, I used to make fun of my dad. He'd stand up in his underwear and I could see his ass crack through the screen. I like, Dad. What the fuck? How wh- how did that happen to us? Here we are. I don't know, but we're all there. Ryan, <laughs> what the fuck? Ryan, you still have old underwear? Yeah, dude. <laughs> Remember when you didn't dude, wear underwear for like a long time? Yeah, I didn't wear underwear for like 10, 10 plus years. And then this dude we went to high school with got like a, a staph infection on his chode and he almost had to cut his dick off. So I was like, I'm wearing fucking underwear from now on. Uh, cool, I should probably put on underwear. Was <laughs> he riding his bike too hard? No, I don't know what he was doing. Your Your infection was on your... On your undercarriage, right? Not on your balls. From it your was bike? on my dick and my, it was on my balls and my and my, and my wiener. <laughs> oh, was this from uh, shaving and riding bikes? Yeah, yeah. it was yeah. from sh- a com- a shaving. Like I did, like the fresh shave, and then Wait, like uh, straight razor shave. Like, like you just go like, for a razor or clippers? <laughs> no, like clippers, <laughs> but with no guard on. You know, okay. like uh, to clean it all yeah, up. Well, you that's know? not as bad as a, like a full razor shave because <laughs> yeah. that that'll that'll fuck you up more. Anyway, go on. Yeah. Well, this, yeah, it was that, and then, uh, ah, man, I hope my wife doesn't get mad at me, but her teeth scraped it up, and then, <laughs> uh, fuck. Why, why would honest. you be? Why would she be mad at you? She fucked up your dick. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I'm just being real with our family. <laughs> she was saying she, yeah, she, she don't know how to keep don't know how to keep them teeth under control. Uh, Got to get her a dental. Yeah, and then down. I did a, a hundred mile bike. <laughs> A hundred mile bike ride, and then didn't shower afterwards, and it all got infected and shit. <laughs> oh. So this is a yeah. fucking four effect of things that you should have done Fuck. right that you didn't. So your your yeah. undercarriage looked like uh, the fucking season finale of True Detective 
there's just rotting corpses everywhere and fucking bugs. <laughs> well, one of our first podcasts. Hold on, this did was I show happening. you guys a photo of it? Yeah, yeah. Like one of the first podcasts. Oh, cool. This, oh, cool. this yeah, was yeah. happening, and you showed yeah. it to us on the podcast, and we were all like, "Oh, yeah." Gabe, you yeah, guys yeah, see it? Ryan, send it to Gabe right now. I don't think I have anymore. I, my kids look at my phone. I got to delete that shit. No, delete like, dude, that. I'm not like. Yeah, it's, there's a thing called saddle sores. Like when you yeah. do a lot of, uh, you know, cycling, like you just get fucking saddle sores. But mine were like, it's got super infected. It was bad. It happened to me <sighs> twice. It just happened again like a couple months ago. It was fucking Disgusting. terrible. Disgusting. Disgusting. And then he gave me antibiotics and the shit fucking festered. And I think I almost went septic. I'm not even joking. <laughs> it was terrible. What is septic? <laughs> so like, I mean, like, like, you're, like you're just rotten? So your blood L- like starts your going bad, whole, right? Yeah, all your blood's infected, and you yeah. become a dead person. Dang. Yeah, yeah dude, it was then you would have been sick inside. <laughs> you <would> have... <laughs> oh, that's good. You would have felt sick yeah, was... or whatever. It was felt gnar. sick on. Dude, I listened to fucking Around the Fur the other day, Deftones. Yeah. God oh, damn, yeah. that album's still phenomenal. Holy shit. Dude, I was going through a bunch of shit the other day. I went through Snot. That record, great. Snot, Snot, and Deftones yeah. were two of the bands that united Low Cash and Big Blue Monkey back in the day. Yeah, because Snot oh was very punk rock in the new metal world. Um, but they were still on me, tour with all like, those bands, yeah, and like, like me and Ryan were like, "Yes, this is what we want to be doing." And then Deftones was right in the middle of everything, and it was like, so Low Cash was doing a version of that. We were doing a version of that, but. Deftones was like, you know, ahead of their time and doing yeah. doing some new shit like, that nobody and, was yeah, doing. Every but, time we tried to fucking do what the Deftones were doing, they were putting out a new record. Yeah, they were ahead was of already it. way past. Like, yeah. why would you? Why would we keep chasing what the Deftones were doing? Yeah, because they're going to do something different yep. every fucking time. And that's why yeah. they are still the, the, the powerhouse yeah. band they are to this day. But that's why they're not corn putting on that same fucking record. <laughs> Dude, I remember talking to Steph yeah. from the Deftones. So went to a show in like, I probably told the story. It was in Chicago or Kansas City or, you know, somewhere else right after St. Louis. And I had gotten, I told this, right? I had gotten a, a sticky pass from their show in San Diego, like on that tour with uh, Glassjaw, the Glassjaw opened. Um, it was on White Pony, I guess. I scanned the sticky pass in because I saw all the other laminates. It was the same thing. It was just, you know, rectangular rather than like the square kind of thing. And I saw there were different colors because they did different. I saw the sheet on the wall, you know, where you come in. Mm-hmm. And it shows like, uh, you know, they cross out the other ones. Like today we're doing green or yeah. whatever. Same yeah. design, four different colors. So I made this is a thing that people would know other than being in bands, but yeah. yeah, but that is how it used to work. Not so much anymore, but yeah. So I made four different color laminates of all the colors I saw on the thing. All with, I went in Photoshop and made it the thing. <laughs> I took it to fucking Kinko's and got them laminated. And dude, we were a nerd, man. And we rolled up at the show in Kansas city or whatever. And I was like, Oh, they have purple today. We fucking put them on and walked right in the venue <laughs> and fucking hung out. It was John Taylor and Becky and me. Yeah. We went and I don't know why we went there with John Taylor, but. Cause he was the singer of Big Blue Monkey. It, yeah. was, it was just our, it was our world. And yeah. uh, we watched the sound check and hung out and then saw Steph and he's like, oh, what's up? I guess recognized us or whatever. And John Taylor was like, yo, you got any weed? He's like, yeah, I got some on the bus. You want to come up? We went, we sat on the bus with Steph. Hold on, I never knew. Well, I not not necessarily you, but John Taylor never told us he smoked weed on the bus with Deftones. <laughs> really? Did he tell us this, Ryan? I don't remember this. No, I never heard uh-huh. that story. Yeah, we, like uh, he was the singer of our band, and that was our yeah, favorite yeah. band. You would think that he'd come back <laughs> yeah. and be like, "Dudes, guess what?" Yeah, what? no, yeah. Nothing. So we went up and sat, and I maybe I don't know if I sm- smoked it or not, but John definitely did. 
Uh, we just sat there and Steph smoked like you didn't inhale. <laughs> I didn't inhale. <laughs> uh, Steph smoked like all the goddamn weed. And I sat there and like told him what, <laughs> what we did with the passes. I was like, yo dude, I got to confess. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, gotta do what you gotta do, bro. <laughs> that's <laughs> how we would be, be like, all right, that's cool. Man. Didn't give a fuck. And then we were just talking about, you know, how he went from like standard tuning to half step down to seven strings and shit. And I was like, dude, I have a prediction. I feel like you're just going to flip the shit and go back to standard tuning. And he's like, no dog, I'm getting eight strings. You heard that new Meshuggah record. <laughs> and I was like, did he ever no. go back to standard? No. no, he just kept getting more. He's playing like a nine string now. Yeah. yeah. Well, so yeah, to yeah. your point, they just keep doing, it's like that band whenever Matt Amalung was recording and we went in there and we we're like, dude. you guys got too many strings, man. <laughs> yeah. We dude. were both hammered and we went into the studio. I was like, what the fuck are you going to do friend, with eight strings on that bass? You were like Matt fat Amalung. Mike at our parties. At <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tour. Matt Amalung, rest in peace. He was in there recording some local metal band and dude. we just went in and we looked at the guitars and we were both hammered and we're like what dude you have you have too many strings hold on how many are on that one and we were just laughing <laughs> dude, making fun drummer, of these the guys the drummer, their face. the drummer had so many drums that I, I think matt said he didn't have enough microphones for it yeah like he was like miking two times in between and you know all those times sounded exactly the same it was like all the way through two kick drums and one goes bing the other goes bong fucking bang and bong yeah so that was that's how steph went well i was gonna say I didn't want to forget this because I know this is a fact because we did this on 2002 Warp Tour as well. I think it was you or it was Greg or somebody, whoever was in charge of, of getting us in. We, we, we like photoshopped the fucking passes of Warp Tour and we oh, made our we own, did. we made our own fake Warp Tour laminates that That's year. That's right. We found a picture on fucking <laughs> yeah. on a, a message board or something. Cause we weren't on the tour in 2002. We did 2003 and four and five, but like, uh, legally or technically, yeah. but 2002, we just did the, uh, the criterion stage, but we wanted all access. So. Yeah. The, the stage technically yeah. was just a sponsor stage. Yeah. Yeah. So we were just kind of wandering yeah. around in the heat all day. Like we got into the show, but we couldn't go anywhere and get food. And stuff. <laughs> yeah. I remember walking into catering, standing there with our laminates, like, Ugh. God, there's a fucking chopper <laughs> outside, bro. <laughs> a chopper. Oh, <laughs> but yeah, I was gonna say that was probably you. Stop that, whining. <laughs> that did that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. But we used to go to, into all those shows like that. Just put a bunch of laminates on your on your belt loop and just walk and walk the back. with purpose. Yeah. Walk yeah. With purpose. That is walk. still that still I, well, works. I, think, I don't think I paid for a single Ozfest ever. <laughs> yeah. Ozfest. I remember going to Pops for sure. <laughs> yeah. Chris and Joel had yep. a bunch for what the fuck show was that? It was probably VOD. Yeah. Uh, Earth Crisis. Yeah. Hey. Earth Crisis. Hey, can I, hey, let's talk about something. Huh. While we're talking about low cash and old stuff, weren't you guys jumped by a band? Called oh, the, fuck. the BSO the B- or something. BSO. Yeah. 850. <laughs> oh, uh, yeah, 850. They're called 850, but that was like an acronym for BSO. Yeah. It, it's called 850 because when you would page somebody on a pager, 850 looked like BSO, but smokers only. Yeah. 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 Which was a, a Cottonmouth King song, yeah. right? Yeah, I think so. Oh, really? That's where yeah. they got that from? I'm yeah. pretty sure. So what, got, I, can't, I can't remember. Why did they, didn't they like jump you guys at a show or something? So they had a riff and a song that was exactly it, like one of our <laughs> shitty songs. It was an yes. exact. It was an exact <laughs> It was exactly the same riff as like the outro of Focus, that song, yeah. you know, your favorite song. Um, yeah, yeah. And and I I called the guitar player because we he didn't he actually like audition to be in the band Dude, before this is Rick? Like, yeah, this but is, he knew this Becky. This is like the most yes, yes this yes, is like the most local out. shit. 
Yeah, yeah. this is local <laughs> gossip from 22 yeah. years ago. For, for real. Hey, if, if BSO is I mean, out this there is looking, like the most local band shit in the entire yeah. world. <laughs> so the uh, so the guitar player was like, he was cool with us, and we Gabe's like, still down the clown in yeah, case you guys are wondering. We knew that we need to. Meet you, fucking pops. The drummer had dated my ex girlfriend, so there was like a fucking thing. God, this is so local. Um, but so I called the one dude and I was like, "Hey, man, I noticed you have that one that new song, and it's the exact same riff as one of our songs." And he's like, "Oh man, that's weird. I didn't realize it. Kind of does sound like it." That shit was note for he, note. Yeah, it was note for note. And he said, "Like, oh, I'll change it." I was like, "Cool, thanks, man." And next time we saw them play, actually, they opened for us. Over us, and they had a fuck low cash. <laughs> Remember, dude had a CD taped to his guitar. Really? And it's had the, because our, our font was in old English or whatever the fuck font that was that every band did, but it, it was broken and he wrote fuck low cash. That oh, was on, I don't was even on, remember that. It was on the front of his guitar and they tried to jump us outside. Well, they, well, they played. Ryan, you were there. No, no, no. Wait, before. No, what, no, no, no. This was, th that was after because me and, I, yeah. I remember yeah. John and Taylor Timmy. and me showed up because you guys were supposed to get jumped. So we came to it help you guys. It was you and Timmy, wasn't it? No, it was John Taylor. Was it John this Taylor? might have been oh, after all there, Timmy. So, yeah. okay, point being. He, Maybe it was Timmy, too. I don't know. Yeah. Here's how it started. Like, the real, like, y'all y'all are going to get jumped bullshit. Um, they opened for us. They played the song, and we were watching. And Tyler, that was the kid's name. He said he changed it. And <laughs> he changed, like, it went, instead of, it went, instead. Like, <laughs> But it was the same fucking thing still. And I was like, oh, God, that's still the fucking same thing. So when we were playing the song, and the part was about to come in, I said, I just went 850 in the mic. That's literally all I oh, said. Oh, on stage? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Was okay. this a Galaxy? Yeah. A okay. Gal and then we played the part, whatever. And then after, like, the, the guitar player, or the drummer called me, and he's like, yo, I heard you were talking shit on stage, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, no, you have the riff that's the same riff as ours. And when the part came in, I said 850. That's, that's, that's what happened. He's like, all right, dude, well, you're going to get it. And I was like, okay, man. <laughs> so they tried to jump us at the next... Galaxy so at, show at Pops, we no, were they tried watching. To jump us at the Galaxy too. Yeah, hold Before, on. I've heard yeah. stories about this from so we were the Galaxy. All out, we were all out back. Yeah. You might have left. You might have ran away. Because I've heard about the outcome. <laughs> I've heard about the outcome. Yeah. This is a great well, we story. We were about to fight. We were about to fight him, and then it was uh, Chris Eichmeyer and a bunch of those dudes. Ryan, uh, it was you and John Taylor. Yeah, yeah. And those kids came. We, around we, the corner, our, then, our whole like Big Blue Monkey crew came yeah. to like yeah, help like, you guys. But there was only, I remember there, that. There was only there was only like ten of us, and then. All the Galaxy dudes came out. That big dude, Rob Detz, the big dude who had the fucking belt buckle. Yeah. Remember him? Yeah. He had that fucking sledgehammer in his hand. He well, was everybody like, who worked at the Galaxy was badass dudes, <laughs> yeah. first of all. Yeah. yeah. And they were on your guys' yeah. side. He was like, man, if I got hit. Because your brother was, did your brother work uh, my there? My brother was not there at that time. But but, but yeah. he was friends with yeah. all of them as yeah. well. Yes. Yeah, they were ready to beat everybody. The, the other kid had that fucking, uh, you'd have to ask Chris Eichmeyer if anybody talks to him anymore. <laughs> Yeah, kid had that police that uh, police uh, jacket on or some shit, and the uh, security or the secondary cop who worked there made the kid give his coat to him and did the fat guy in the little coat to him <laughs> and blew out the fucking back of the jacket on. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> but didn't they like? Uh, is they this the at, same story that they like? They jumped us at pops. Yeah, so but, we were pops. But then like, didn't Chris and everybody like? fight the dudes out back or like throw them in the dumpster or some shit or is this a no, different the story kids, the kids just ran no, away same thing they, they like just like this is a different story they, es there, they escorted them away yeah. basically okay, like okay. the one kid did get escorted into the dumpster that's what i'm talking <laughs> about because <laughs> yeah, yeah. that was where they that's escorted where, them really hard out of the building basically yeah yeah, yeah the dude because that's those those two double doors of the galaxy those big metal ones yeah they they open up. that was i think it was the kid who got the his jacket ripped up he got 
they opened the door with the, the, or the open the first door with your head, the second door, and then that dumpster was right there, and you always got people always got put in that fucking dumpster. It was like, yeah, and you're <laughs> out of here. Yeah, give Into me a soft, dumpster. give me a soft landing. <laughs> I'm not gonna throw you on the cobble but street. They, street but, hey, but allegedly, none of this like, happened. Y- yes. Didn't they yes. actually so, like Adam, before that? Yeah. So yeah, we played. Sorry, go ahead. Did we play a show, or were we just there watching Strychnine at? Uh, we were watching. It was like Strychnine and Fear Factory or some shit. Okay, yeah. So we were watching the show, and I was standing like behind, like the pit, because it yep. wasn't like super full, right? So we were all just kind of standing there, just arms crossed, just watching, and then out of nowhere. Out of the corner of my eye, I see a person run by, and then I get punched from I don't know where. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right you in the head. Punched, and yeah. went down, and I was like, what the fuck? And proceeded to get, like, wailed on by, like, two, three dudes. Yeah. Joel, so Joel you did started, get jumped Joel's, by the BSO. Joel, I got Joel, fully jumped. Yeah. Joel started nice. that. Joel Cochran started What did Joel that. do? No, he didn't start. He, didn't yeah. started, he, yeah, he there, reacted there, to them. No, no, fuck no. Dude, there, dude there, I got punched a, first. I know, I know, but how it started was all those kids kept staring us down because we were all there. And he, like, they were all in the fucking pit. And he went, and remember, he went and stood in the middle of the pit like this. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he started instigating and causing trouble. And then that's when all that shit happened. Yeah, so I got hit. And then Joel. It was just like the Godsmack it's fight. exactly the same shit. <laughs> They're like, look at this pussy. I'm first one to get hit. I'm like, yeah, I didn't get punched. Dude, I didn't either. Nobody, nobody else came after anybody. Dude, I'm like fucking I'm like, Fogel at the Quickie Mart, dude. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? So, so what did Joel do? What what happened with Joel? Uh, he was just some kids tried to fight him. He was just tossing kids around. I mean, he yeah, was he a, ended up he, like he beat fucking up. wailing on some dudes. Joel's and, like seven foot two, so yeah, yeah. like literally threw yeah. a dude across the whole room. But yeah, he's just like peaceful, but he's he's big and has dumb guy strength. Dumb guy strength. Sorry, Joel is like remember remember that uh, Mike Myers skit on uh, SNL that. The um, hyperactive hypochondriac, you know, the kid that was like chained to the <laughs> the, uh, the jungle gym. Yeah, with and a, he eats a bunch of sugar and he drags it down the street. That's Joel. Yes. Yeah. 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 So he's just fucking kids up in the pit, dude. Yeah. So you're over two on getting jumped by with your band. Yeah. 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 Dang. Nobody's there backing you up. I was on the other side. <laughs> by the time you get there, the fucking pop sponsors got it. Yeah. Just, you were like Josh. You were dick out in the bathroom somewhere. Yeah. Nobody knew um, who I was. Who I was? I was the drummer. <laughs> I did back you up. In our Godsmack fight, which we've still never told the official story. You landed a punch or two, right? Like you were getting beat up by this guy. And then I ran over me and Phil both ran over. Same thing. It was like, you know, like a, a suspense movie or a horror movie or something. You see like it just a shadow go like past and you look one direction and then you turn and then the <laughs> things there both times I saw, whoosh, what was that? Bam. A fist that I literally didn't see it hits me right in the side of the head. Do you think you just have a punchable face? Or? Fucking apparently. <laughs> Your face is real punchable, <laughs> motherfucker. Well, I just kind of want to hit you. All right, that we can't. True. Let's do, not tell the full Godsmack story yeah. because we owe that to the yeah. patrons. Now yeah. we're never yeah. going to tell that story. Yeah. Let's tell it. Just never. We have to tell it I'm to the kidding. patrons. I'm kidding. Well, let's set a patron no. goal. If we hit, um, we've been talking about it for years now. I have to fuck. look. We almost we fuck off and Dyson almost got kicked off a show because of that fight. Oh no, I did tell that story uh, about the Steel Panther thing. I just told them uh, a couple weeks ago. I was like, dude, did you guys know that I saw him again? <laughs> yeah. And, uh, cool. and now we're all cool. Yeah. yeah. Well, me and him are cool. I don't know about God smacking us, but but me and their production manager are on good terms. <laughs> yeah. I like that guy now. Yeah. Too. Well, no, nobody punched you and, and jumped you. So uh, know, uh, we'll talk about he that later. He apologized and uh, he was very cool about it. Although he was the main guy that started it with us. The guy that I hung out with later. Yeah. Well, yeah. if he if he apologizes to me and then he takes his dick out and lets me... Uh, like hit it with like a like suck on that mug. Maybe <laughs> uh, <laughs> let me hit it with his, with my tonsils. No, <laughs> fucking cool. If he lets, if he me, lets me punch <laughs> with my tonsils, if he lets me hit it with one of Josh's drumsticks, I'll hit. 
whack him across the dick with a drumstick, then we're all, we're fucking Ooh, even. Ooh, I want to punch that guy's dick with my tonsils. Ooh, I want to suck you guys' dicks off. <laughs> then she goes and sucks two other guys' dicks. That's, 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 that's the gayest thing I've ever said, and I love it. That's my favorite thing. I want to punch that dude's dick with my tonsils. <laughs> take, take that. <laughs> okay. You always know that we're drunk by the point where we just are uncontrollably laughing and having fun. Starts out all slow and stories about Adam's sister. Banging Adam's sister. What a cum dumpster, yeah, dude. Well, I mean. Wow. Yeah, that's right. That sounds disrespectful, bro. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's okay. Wow. Yo, uh, hey, okay. let me apologize to you in public. When uh, you first uh, impregnated my sister, Yeah. I wasn't very cool for a while. No, you were not. That's fine. I apologize. I, told, I, told I probably, I probably hey, already you know apologized to you, you drunk a bunch of times, but let me you know do it. You know what? If you came to my sister, I would probably be the same, <laughs> same way. <laughs> what if I fight her in a UFC fight and break her nose? Here's a fun question. Uh, Which one's worse? Did you wear a condom and or pull out, or was it just oh, like dude, fuck it? I was I was fucking I was pulling out. I mean, it was just pull out time. Yeah, yeah, yeah just pull out time. Like yeah. like everybody did. Yeah, I didn't wear a condom until like ever. Yeah, like probably not still yet till uh, today. You're not so, Ryan Phillips. So Steve, Steve, the dude in my country band, he's like, oh yeah. By the way, Gabe has a cover band, a country band called the Bobby yeah. Ford Band. Yeah. Yeah. Great shit. Anyway, he, he's, yes. uh, he told me that he's never worn a condom in his entire life. <laughs> That's why he has nine fucking kids. He has nine kids? He's got nine. Holy yeah. shit. That nine? dude fucks. Like for that real? Dude fucks. Yeah. That dude it's fucks. On, it's that on brand fucks. for the band. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Country music. No condoms, just fucking. Tell it to the mic. Wow. No condoms, just fucking. <laughs> <laughs> Were you just telling us, just in case we wanted to know? Yeah. Gabe doesn't know how to work the mic. He's a drummer. Come on, guys. He's like Josh. I'm trying to drink this bottle of Malort. Drummers don't know how to work microphones. Just, Mi- hold, just hold it like this. So, right. Just get real fucking emotional up on it. Just put your hand like this. Yeah. Yeah. We're going we're gonna to get a head harness for the boom <laughs> to like hold the shit to your head. Hold it in front of your face. Yo, I just looked at our Patreon. We'll set a, Patre- a Patreon goal of 250 patrons. Okay. Sure. When we hit that, we will tell the Godsmack story on the podcast. I agree. Tight. So if you have not gone to patreon.com slash story of the year and uh, supported us in this podcast, please go do that. You can do the lowest tier, five bucks. That gets you access to the Discord and whatever other shit we put on there. Like Ryan just posted a thing about what producer we're doing this new album with. Talked a bunch about that on Patreon. You can get that if you're a patron. Get you access to our Discord, which we sometimes lately have been doing an after podcast, extra fun podcast with our pa- with our patrons on Discord. Yeah, just a hang, like a video like we chat do, kind of we thing. We do another little half hour to an hour just talking to people who, who are on there. So it's fun. Oh, yo. You know, what I'm, exci- you know what I'm excited about? I'm excited for once we actually get in the studio because we're still um, – we're still in the writing phase, the last, the, you know, the end of the writing phase. But when, when we're actually in the studio recording shit, like, we're going to have so much rad shit for people, our patrons, people that follow us on Patreon, support us yes. on Patreon. Like, if you're listening to this and you don't, and you're not a patron, dude, there's going to be all kinds of exclusive, awesome shit. Like, we'll just, like, live stream shit from dressing rooms when we play shows. Uh, like I'll just when I'm recording guitar tracks, I'll just like live stream the shit. Like it's gonna be fucking awesome. Yeah, now's the Can't time wait. to do it because we're about to get real busy working, and uh, there's gonna be a lot of behind the scenes, exclusive yeah. fun stuff. 
Gabe, we're over here trying to promote. Yeah, we're trying, I'm, we're trying to, to do work. I'm about to sign up. You guys oh, just sold me. Yeah. About fucking time. Yeah, get on it. <laughs> Well, uh, you can just, you can just you, hand me a 20 right now, and I'll just... I'll if you go you. up to 255 members, then I'll tell you the story of having sex with Adam's sister. <laughs> <laughs> On Gabe's personal podcast. Yeah. It's called Sister Fuckers. <laughs> it's available wherever you get your podcasts. Yeah. Speaking of writing songs, though, we asked, like, a few weeks ago, we, uh, we did a guess the working title thing. Which story of the year song had the working title, Dr. Doom Suit? Oh, yeah. So we have some guesses, and we have two that. correct answers. Nice. Shocker, fucking Jordan Povis nailed it again. Again? What the fuck? How is this possible? Did we did we ever post a picture of the of like the 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 board in the studio with the twenty dollars a month? You can you can do five. I'll Depends do on what I'll, tier I'll you, you want. I'll meet you at ten. Even then, hold on. He's going to pull out cash. Jordan right now. Povis message. Mess- <laughs> He's really signing up right now. Yeah, Jordan Povis. I'm signing up. You should too. Gabe's a good example. Yeah, Gabe. Yeah. Um, anyway, he backed us on Patreon that one time. Not Patreon. Uh, Kickstarter. Yeah. Never got any of my shit. This is it right here. Finally, you're getting your fucking uh, your Facetime call or whatever <laughs> right. that right. you paid for. Yeah. Um. So Jordan Povis guessed that Doctor Doom suit is the working title for Tell Me, which is true. And Ian Thompson got it correct as well. Dang. Dang. Well, see, I, we have a whole, maybe we'll do this next week, unless, we, depending on the guest situation, but we have a whole bunch of demos for Tell Me. Like, there's a long evolution of how that song came about. Yeah, we should do that oh, next that's week. Right. That's good. Yeah, like, it had many different choruses, a uh, bunch of different fucking just, uh, mainly just choruses. But we did try to make versions. I don't know if we have these demoed, but where we made the bridge, the chorus, and because we were going to record it with Steve Evitz originally. Yep. And he was like, that bridge is your chorus, man. The chorus is not the chorus. So we switched everything around. We talked about this before, but we went through like months and months of fucking anguish on this song and then uh, it went back to the original version. But there is... No, actually, there's a different chorus. It's a tweaked version Dude, of we the have, original. We have so many versions of it and it would be fun to go through a few of them yeah. next week yeah. for the people to hear. Since they guessed it right. Um, but that's a good idea for next week. So if I'm you guessing, know, if you know, tell me off of the black swan, that's what it is. But I'm guessing Ryan Phillips because of just the vibe of the main riff that was, it just sounded like doom, right? Yeah. And you're like, pro- you called it probably. the doom riff. Yeah. Yeah. There it is. Which now doom metal is like a real thing. Like Fister and our friends and in, in the local band Fister and, uh, just stuff. It's like a very sludgy dark metal thing. That's not at all what that song is, but swampy, like southern. Not, no, not swampy, like just fucking sludgy, sludgy, maybe like just slow, tuned way the fuck down. There you go. Gabe is now a Patreon member. Thanks, Gabe. Thanks for the money. You'll be the first to know about our Dan, new record. Thanks, Dan, Gabe. Will it, Dan will give it back to me every night at the bar, so it's yeah, fine. I'll, I'll go. I'll go tip him <laughs> later. It's fine. Every month, each one of us can get something from a vending machine. Thanks to Gabe. No problem. Following his footsteps, and you too can support a local band. In St. Louis, Missouri, a local band in need. Gabe, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit your dick with my tonsil. <laughs> uh, treat that shit like a punching bag. I think that's a perfect spot to to, to wrap that up. Yep, we're gonna we're gonna end on that. Um, Gabe, into the microphone. If people want to follow you on social media and um, maybe see maybe see you posting pictures about your sister with her fucking nose broken or your pictures of my sister's pussy or something. I don't know. Well, I don't have pictures of that. What the fuck? What yeah, I before the my, internet. How do I do that with my flip phone? We didn't have camera phones back then. <laughs> I didn't have a sidekick. I wasn't cool. What's your, what's your social media shit? 
He's got to look it up. I do because I don't fucking pay attention to it. Gabe off and dies. Gabe off and dies. Gabe underscore off underscore and underscore dies. So many underscores. Yeah, that's how you got to do it. Cool. That's it. That's the only way to find me. Good job. Yeah. Dan, what's yours? Uh, <laughs> shit, I just thought to try to think of something funny. I'm at Dan Marcella on all the uh, on all the uh, socials that you can see. Mine's at Don't Fuck My Sister on all of the social media platforms. Ryan, what's yours? I'm at I punched Adam's pussies. Adam's <laughs> never mind. I'll say I Adam's punched, sister's pussy with I, my tonsil. <laughs> I punched Ad, Adam's long clit with my tonsils. <laughs> Fuck. That's, that's, that's mine. Uh, go to geocities.com. Geocities.com. <laughs> Angelfire.com. It's also the name of our new record, Adam's Long Clit. <laughs> it's an Audi. That's the funniest thing I've ever heard in my life. Um, oh, since Josh Mills isn't Long here, clip. nobody's here to tell you to suck one. But hey, you go, first, don't forget patreon.com slash story of the year. Gabe, you should try the suck one. You ever yelled suck one into a microphone? <laughs> I don't think he's ever heard our podcast. He doesn't know what this, how this goes. I, I had to listen to part of it. <laughs> oh. I'm such a good friend, but I'm a Patreon now. So. You didn't hear the end? What? No. Oh, I don't fucking listen to it. Fucking useless. Okay. Oh, fuck. Do I just got to yell you, suck You're the one? singer. You just do a cover of, of Josh. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, like a <laughs> suck one. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. I love barbecue. <laughs> Check out my smoked meats. <laughs> Why is that his voice? <laughs> I don't know. I'm trying to make the dumbest voice ever. I don't, sorry, Josh. That's not what you sound like. I don't know what that was. Hold on. I got it. Ready? Suck one!